from Sydney Media in Melbourne. You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike, a podcast all about neurodiversity. Hello, welcome to Great Minds Don't Think Alike. Um, we're here with uh, I'm Cal and and Daniel's back. Yes, indeed, Daniel is back. Um, today we're talking about dysgraphia, which we- is usually confused with dyslexia. Yeah, they're. I guess you could say they're related, not only by the way they sound, but one's about reading, the other's about handwriting. The other, the dysgraphia doesn't get a lot of attention, which is a bit unfortunate, well, I would say. I guess it's less of an issue now than what it used to be, but the problem is it's more well-known now than it was in previous years. So, yeah, describe the symptoms to us, Daniel. Okay, dysgraphia, basically, to put it simply, it's a handwriting condition that generally... Generally, the person who, who's writing, their hand will get fatigued easily, which often leads to slow and rather messy handwriting where there's there's no consistency to the size of their letters and they might leave out joining words like an or a or, an, or even the, so on and so on. And so basically, so a kid suffering from dysgraphia in school might have trouble getting his thoughts onto paper. Within the time, within a time limit that that he or she is given. Mm. So yeah, and it's so basically for, for school children, it's quite a it's quite a problem. That is until you start using laptops, then it's less of a problem. Yeah, that, that well, that's the second part of uh, the discussion we're having: technological liberation and dysgraphia. So, um, how has technology liberated the uh, the condition from the doldrums of? Um, uh, being what is ostensibly disabled because you're almost you're you know half illiterate. Well, well, I will say it does. It made a, a big difference for me. I I had trouble handwriting in school. I would rarely get I would rarely get tasks done in class, and it was quite embarrassing. I recall a couple of times in primary school we would do this program where the teacher would read out a story sentence by sentence or paragraph by paragraph. And the kids would have to write down what's being said. And now you know how in primary school they have mixed like grade three, four, or five, six classes. Mm. Yeah, I, I was often asked to do the one from the year below if I was one of, even if I was from the year above, which was embarrassing for me. And it, I can see how that would be embarrassing. Yes, and, and even then I would struggle, but I would often refuse to do the lower one because I didn't want to be treated to be treated that way, mm. which I guess was kind of stubborn of me. But then again, you, then again, I didn't want to be seen as inferior or lesser to the other students. And often, to me, it wasn't it wasn't dismissed as laziness. They actually did try really ardently to improve my handwriting, but but nothing really helped that much. Oh really? No, so inside your mind, there was no, there's no treatment options. Oh, for... There are treatment options, but either they used very bad options for me, because often the the or ineffective options. Yeah, they they were they weren't effective for me at least. I can't speak for other people because because it seems like they they went to an effort, so it's not like their options were you know bad. It was just they were just ineffective. Yeah, they were ineffective, and well, and basically like. Basically, the woman who did it, she would basically grab my hand and try to and try to move it for me, mm. so I could form the letters right. Okay. But then, without her hand, you know, I would go back to what I was. 
Ah, radio. So you're saying this is so when you write stuff down, there's sort of like an inconsistency inside size. Yeah, inside the size of letters. Right. So like, like typically an H, a, a lowercase H will be bigger than a lowercase N. However, mm. sometimes with me, it would be the reverse. Ah, okay, radio. And sometimes my I's would be longer than my L's. I, I have a feeling if we had this conversation about, you know, 50 years ago and this graph here, you know, was widely known, that lined paper would be the greatest thing ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, points of reference. And now I can write down the size of letters due to the lines that are on the page. They're already written on the page. Well, yeah, but I we all... I'm pretty sure I had that, those in primary school, though. Mm. But it, and that was a bit of help. It was certainly a, it was certainly a better help than just having a blank piece of paper to write on. Yeah. But that's why when I was in when I was in year nine, I stopped doing tests by hand and would start and would type them. But the thing was though, when I first had my the speed of my typing tested, it actually wasn't much better than my handwriting. So I Oof. had to really. I had to really work hard to improve my my typing, and I, I managed to. I managed to to increase the speed of my typing quite by quite a a margin. When I first got tested, it was only one and a half times better than in speed than my handwriting. But I managed to to triple it or even quadruple it in quite a short amount of time. So clearly, I I always had some potential with with typing. I just had to really. I never gave it any consideration though. Previously, I had to really work at it. To try and improve it, and I did, but it didn't really help me with test conditions because I just I'm not I'm not good under test conditions for the most part. Mm. But that's nothing to do with dysgraphia, though. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Well, how sort of like technology helped this? Uh, helped? Well, I wouldn't exactly say ostensibly solved because you know there would still be some parts that you you'd have to sign your name on like legal documents and stuff. Oh yes, it, but signing my name is not a problem though. Because I mean, if you're giving if you're giving it in a signature form, it can be as messy as you want. It doesn't even need to be legible. Oh, oh yes, I, I have. Yeah, you see, when I write, when I write my signature, I at least you know I write it out so you can actually read my name. Oh, and yeah. I, I find myself being the what's it called the interminable exception to the rule mm-hmm. when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yes, but a lot of a lot of people. A lot of people just write what looks like a squiggle and doesn't even look like it re- represents resembles their name at all. But they do it. They do the same. They do it in the same shape every time they they sign their name. So you can tell it's them either way. Now, I mean, it got better for me as high school went on, partly because we started using using laptops instead oh, of just handwriting. Yeah, everything. now now they're everywhere. They're sort of like standard fare at this point. Are, are they though? Are they used in primary school? Oh, I don't think they use... Uh, I'd have to check. I haven't been in primary school in 20 years, but... Um, sure, yes. Uh, but at least I know inside high school they, they, they are, mm. because, you know, uh, there's a lot of teenagers that at least I work with, and it's like, oh, we were playing games on our laptop for the entire class, and it's like, well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes, that's not a good thing, though. Mm. But of course, yeah, so after... At the, at the end of year eight, when I first got my laptop... I mean, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't aware how much of an issue my handwriting actually was at the time. I didn't, I actually wasn't aware of how far behind it was everyone else's in, in terms of speed. I then got tested the year after and found I was in the bottom two percent island for speed. Ah, oh, yes, for speed. Yes. So, but that was a good thing though. I was glad that it was that low, so that that means I could 
actually be able to do tests on laptops and not by hand if it was just a little bit higher but still pretty bad i would be pretty screwed because i wouldn't it wouldn't be bad enough for me to not use a laptop on tests but it wouldn't be good enough to be at all effective mm. Well, uh, what's it called? You've been diagnosed with dysgraphia. Mm. Would you be able to use that to say, well, can you give me a computer? Because that way I can actually, you know, stand a chance at this test rather than just failing. Well, you see, I actually wasn't, I actually wasn't diagnosed with dysgraphia per se, but, if, but it was pretty clear I had handwriting problems. And from what I've read of dysgraphia, it definitely resembles what I experienced, but the fact that my, my handwriting was in the bottom two percentile means that if I ask to type rather than write, it is granted. Mm. But I do actually have to give some notification. Ah, yes. I, I, that's the thing. Kids, if you want people to move, things to move around you, you have to ask first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or at least that's what I have, to, I have to tell my teenagers. I'm like, dude, if they don't know you're autistic, they can never plan around you. Yes. So you might want to tell them if you're expecting this. <laughs> yeah, it's very Yeah, there's that's very much the case. You can't you can't just expect them to figure it out because even if it seems obvious you have some kind of a disability, a lot of the time a lot of the time even employees in the workforce um a lot of the time they'll just think it's if if you're not performing to their standard due to a disability, they might think it's just because you're not pulling your weight or that you're lazy. Well, that, that's the same thing, isn't it, though? Oh, oh, not 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 so much. It might be to do with motivation rather than laziness. Well, yeah, I, I kind of see them as pretty they're related. I would say. Mm, indeed. Um, so, as I said, like we, we, when we're talking about sort of technology and liberation from sort of like uh, these conditions, I I immediately get pulled back into sort of like Socrates. We have a very complicated relationship with this because he didn't write things down because he thought if you wrote things down you would immediately stop using your brain to remember them um that's why he was illiterate um i wonder what he would have thought about this because, that's a good question yeah it's a very good question because now we're forgetting how to write because we're using computers all the time well but typing is still a form of writing as far as i'm concerned mm. and like some like some people might ask me well if but if handwriting fatigues your hands out then how, how how does typing not do that? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a big difference between simply moving your fingers constantly, like you're tickling something, as opposed to as opposed to actually having to to use constant the constant pressure and tension in your hand that you have to apply when you're moving a pencil up and down a piece of paper. It's quite a lot different. Yes. Well, yeah. The muscles inside your hands are sort of just uh, they're. Yeah. There's sort of like several. There are so many muscles inside your inside your hand. That it's kind of hard to to give a proper analogy to how they work. Hmm. But needless to say, I can understand how it would be different. Oh yes, it's a it's a completely different feeling. I think there was one time in class. There was one time in class in primary school when when it became so bad, I I actually threw my pencil away and screamed. Oh geez. Mm. Wow. Huh. But yeah, it's, but I didn't. But at that point, I didn't have the choice of using a computer. Ah, uh, yeah. And of course, well, <laughs> when you know, when you're inside primary school, when you get your pen license, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> why do I need a pen license? I like my pencil. 
I, I, a pen, people were just snapping them in half, and the ink would go everywhere. And I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna stick with this pencil right here. And not only th- not only that, I mean, if you if you write something with a pen, but you write it, you write something, you write the wrong answer, or you've made or you've made a spelling error, you can't. You, with a pencil, you can rub it out and rewrite it. Yeah. Whereas with a pen, you can't do that. Mm. I, I, well, it's called. I, I find it you know, very curious that you're speaking up about technology when I do know you personally, and I do know you're, you're what's it called you're kind of hopeless with your laptop. And I'm just like, you have a very mixed relationship with that thing. Well, I'm not hopeless with my laptop. Yeah. If it's mine, I know how to use it because I use it all the time. Yeah. It's with foreign computers, computers I don't use often. Yes, technology is not something I. Technology is not something I'm very, I'm very good at, but mm. I'm very good at using. However, if if I actually own the thing, I can teach myself to use it. Uh, but yes. yeah, I don't really adapt well to other computers. Uh, yeah, because I mean, at the moment, I own a laptop and I have a tablet, mm. and I use the tablet all the time. Which which one do you prefer in terms of typing, uh, the laptop or the iPad? I prefer or the tablet computer. I prefer typing on a laptop because. Because well, first of all, they have actual buttons, yeah, and I can actually I can use two hands a lot easier because the the keyboard's a bit bigger. Whereas with a tablet, it's much tighter and more confined. And also, if I want to put a symbol, I actually have to press symbol, add the symbol, press A B C again, and go back. Whereas the symbols are already on a, a proper uh, a proper laptop keyboard. Oh, you have to hold shift down, really. You have to hold shift down, but I find that to be less. To be less of a pain in the bum than than pressing the symbols, putting the symbol, going back, and then going backwards. I I don't know. I'm get, still getting used to that. Mm. But yeah, I do prefer typing on the laptop. But a tablet is a lot more convenient to carry around. Uh, if if indeed someone with dysgraphia was to come to you and say, "Do I need to? Should I persevere with my writing, or should I use a computer?" Would you? What would you probably? What you? What would you say to them? I would say use a computer. Okay. Because yeah, it's because yeah, it typing doesn't doesn't actually tire your hands out as much, but that's a personal experience. It might be different for another person, but I found that and I think it's easier to it's much easier to learn how to type quickly than it is to learn to handwrite quickly. Because as I said, handwriting I think you you actually do use more muscles and you tense them for longer. So I think I do think I would say use a computer. You can persevere with a ha- with with your handwriting if you feel you're capable of it. I never did though. Ah, I see. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, that's been a, a discussion about uh, dysgraphia mm. and technological liberation. Uh, you're with Cal and Daniel. Uh, and we'll see you later on in the show. Mm. Bye for now. Okay. Um. I should probably do the intro and the outro of the show, right? We should probably do that while we're here. Okay, sure. There you go. Hello, and welcome to Great Minds Don't Think Alike for uh, the middle of uh, April. Yes, um, indeed. Uh, you're with Cal. And Daniel. Uh, and today we'll be talking about dysgraphia and technology. And we'll also have another segment. Um, uh, we're... As a reminder, if you're uh, if you're listening to us on Omnian uh, or on uh, the Sin web page, we have a Facebook, we have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter, and we have WordPress. Look us up. Yep, please um, do. 
It'll be much appreciated. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you later in the show. Okay, that's all we have time for on Great Minds Don't Think Alike. You're with Cal. And Daniel. Uh, as a reminder, um, we have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter, and we have WordPress. So go check us out and all those other things if you get bored. Yes, it'll be much appreciated. And plus you can find you can find a, a whole lot of content in written form as well as audio. Indeed. And if that is indeed your jam. Um, oh, God. Uh, anyway. Um as I said, we'll be uh, producing another show inside the inside the fortnight, and we'll uh, see you then. For then, have a very good uh, good uh, weekend and a very good fortnight. And thank you for listening to us. Indeed. Mm-hmm.